Hey! Oh. Welcome to Ghost Hoes. I'm Connie. And I'm Q. Oh man, we got a spooktucular episode for you today. It's so spooky. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they all are, so. Yes, just like it's we fun. like them. Super haunted. I've already forgotten the lineup. Jesus Christ. <laughs> our, our ghost agenda. I think because we're so organized now, I'm like, is that really what we're doing now? We go right into, did anything spooky happen? Like, is that I, what, what we've become? I don't know. It's, it's just so, like, not how we used to do it. I'm, so, I'm still, like, trying to get comfortable with it. I mean, you can chat. You no. can chit. It's allowed. We said less we chit could, and less chat. Well, we could do a tiny chat where we talk, like, our theme that this episode is going to be haunted yes. camps. And uh, I was inspired because you guys went camping this yes, weekend. Yes, I did go yeah. camping. Was that fun? I don't know. I didn't go, clearly. It, was, you it know. was a decent time. No, it was a good time. There was a lot of shit that happened. Not ghostly, just... I had a nail in my tire, so I had to go oh, get it patched before I drove all the way up to Wisconsin. Oh, no. Then ended up having to work later. Him and Daisy couldn't get up until later. So what had happened was... We had reserved two campsites online. Yeah. Yes. And they just ha- said they were like handicap accessible. But they did not say that if you are not handicapped, that you could not use it. So oh. when our friends showed up to check in, they're like, hey, you're not handicapped. You can't use this. Also, we're full, so we can't give you any other campsites. <laughs> But also, you can't just look at someone and decide that they're handicapped or not, because well, that's illegal. I agree, but I think you need, like, the specific thing for your car. I don't know. It's, they needed proof. Yeah. 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 Well, they can suck everyone's dicks. So, we were all in a little bit of a panic. Oh, that sounds like a, a jam. But we found this other great campsite called Dick Bong. I kid oh, you Dick not. Bong? Oh my god! I never yeah. heard of it. So, like, oh no, I've heard of that one. So Daisy had <laughs> brought it up in the the group chat, and I was like, "Are you fuck? Is this like a joke? Are you just being funny?" And like, "Oh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna check with Dick Bong." I don't know. I thought she was just making a joke, but it's an actual place, and we went there, and it was pretty great. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and we all missed you. Yeah. Well, we also had a flat tire this weekend, so it would have been a different disaster for us. Oh well, that's fine. But next time. For sure. Next time. You have to come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did anything spooky happen to you this week? So I was camping. Camping is spooky. Inherently. So I camped, I was in my own tent. So everyone was in this like big ass tent. And then I was off <laughs> by myself in my own tent. <laughs> my God. I was invited in big ass tents, but I am, uh-huh. you know me, I'm weird. You like it to be and alone. And I'm like, I need to be by myself. You need so. your own space. And that's totally valid. So. I wouldn't want to be in the big tent either. Yeah, like. I just couldn't do it. It was just too many people. I'm too old to share a space with that many people. I mean, there was definitely the space though. You know what yeah, I mean? But like, still. I I just can't do it. It's the second night we're staying there. I went to go to bed and again I don't know if it's because of just how I was feeling or if something was actually outside my tent but I kept hearing like well and at this point Ben's friends brought their dogs so they could have been the dogs but again time was like a mystery to me at that point and I didn't want to look at my phone because I didn't feel like moving and I was (laughs) terrified that something was outside my tent. I, I woke the next morning, so it was not a killer. You didn't get murdered. Thank no. goodness. Here's the thing. It wasn't quite dog noises. If it were, like, obvious dog noises, I would have been like, okay, it's the dogs. I don't know if it was the dogs. It was dog noises plus. Right. <laughs> 
It was like weird shuffling. And again, it could have been people. I don't know. Yeah. Again, could have I just, just been don't people know. rolling around in the tent. And I don't know what was happening. Or walking to the campsite in general. <laughs> but yeah. I just remember being very scared. Wow. So that yeah. does sound a little spooks. But did anything spooky happen to you? Yeah. Well, almost. Um, <laughs> so the story of my house goes mm-hmm. that it was built by an architect in like the 1950s, 60s, whatever, for him and his family. Uh, in the 70s, supposedly the husband divorced his wife and she was so full of shame. She didn't allow people to come to the house anymore and would tell people that he was away on business, which is the story I got from the probably nicest neighbor on the whole block. He goes on to say that the woman grew older and she was less able to take care of the house and the car, everything. And it became so overgrown with vines that he said it was exactly like Sleeping Beauty. Eventually, she was put into a nursing home and she died back in the 90s. Anyway, me and John got to thinking, what? She got divorced and she was just so ashamed of divorce in the 70s? Was it really that full of stigma in the 70s? Right. Because her suddenly secretive behavior feels more sinister. Mm-hmm. Like maybe this lady killed her husband and buried him in the backyard. So we spent all weekend digging up the backyard because we're installing a koi pond. But we kept on like every shovel, like they hit a rock, like, oh, is this going to be the architect? Oh, shit. That would have been amazing, though. <laughs> we dug up these flowers and we're like, this is a perfect place to hide a body of a, a man you didn't want to leave. <laughs> Almost spooky, but no bodies were found, unfortunately. Fortunately and unfortunately. Yes. I can see it both It would have been a better story had we found a corpse. Right. But look. Dude, you would have been like on the news. Yeah, it would have been, we would have had to like stop digging. Yeah. And that would have, well, that would have been good and bad because God, I'm so sore and tired still. (laughs) (laughs) That hole is deep. I bet. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that your cat? Yeah, that's Schmooper <laughs> screaming in the hallway. For a second, I thought it was like an electronic noise. And I'm like, no, that's a cat. That's a cat sound. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, He's just lamenting the fact that we didn't find the architect. That would have been pretty cool. Maybe he's in the attic. Who knows? We'll have to look up Or that weird crawl space in your basement. Yes, there is also that unsettling crawl space. (laughs) I told Connie the other day that uh, I'm going to sleep over her place one night. She's going to wake up and go in the basement. I'm going to crawl out of the the (laughs) hole in the wall. (laughs) Why is there just a hole there? I don't understand it. It's just weird. This whole place is weird, but I still like it. But I love it. It's so great. It's weird and it's weird in fun ways. So I know we normally would go into your uh, ghost news. Uh-huh. Or spooky news. I don't know what anything's yes. called. I'm only on this show. Mm-hmm. You only work here. <laughs> Just a quick update. Yes. For everyone who's listening. Just more of, it's, this is not an apology. This is an explanation. My mic, I don't think, was set up correctly last time. So I, I'm not apologizing. Just explaining that there may be a difference in how I sound. And hopefully it's better, and it'll be better every time. Yes, better, better. We're still figuring out the kinks of this, so. Right. Yes. Sorry, so, not sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> All right, on to your, your ghost news. This just in cue. Scientists have solved the mystery of a suspected vampire whose grave was discovered nearly 30 years ago. It all started when a coffin with the initials JB were unearthed in a gravel quarry in Griswold, Connecticut. It had been laying there for about 200 years undisturbed. 
Inside the coffin, a man's skull and ribs had been carefully positioned to resemble the typical skull and crossbones arrangement, while his initials and age had been inscribed on his coffin using brass tacks. After studying the remains, researchers determined that JB was a hardworking farmer with a limp who most likely died of tuberculosis, which would explain why the people who buried him were afraid that he was a vampire. Some symptoms of tuberculosis, or TB, or consumption include weight loss, coughing up blood, fatigue, night sweats, and loss of appetite. All very suspicious things. <laughs> it is thought that the poor man's illness made him appear so frightful that his own family members may have carried out this burial in such a way as to stop him from rising from his grave as a vampire. Oh my god, where did I put- I deleted his name! <laughs> oh no! It's just JV. <laughs> no, it's John Baker, I think. Oh. God damn it, me. Unless it was supposed to be TB no. to just show how he no, died. No, 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 because they did DNA research. That's how oh, I discovered it. okay. Yeah. Yeah, actually, it was John Baker. See, you were right. You I knew it. yourself. I knew, <laughs> I, knew, I knew his name was John Baker because I remembered because I- You just did yeah. that for humor. <laughs> Yes, totally. <laughs> I deleted his name out of my memory, but then I remembered. For the laughs. Yes, because, like, everyone's doing that DNA ancestry, and, like, they're using mm -hmm. it to solve crimes, but then they're also using it to, who Who the fuck is this guy? Right. Who's this old corpse? This just in. I got one more, and it's important. Oh, okay. Because it's camping-related. Ooh. A Kentucky man freaked out an innocent couple camping in Mammoth Cave State Park by waking them up, shining a flashlight in their tent, and yelling that a Sasquatch destroyed his own campsite. <laughs> <laughs> Unnamed Kentucky man disappeared for about 10 minutes, then came back towards the couple's camp. They heard him hollering, I see it! And they witnessed the flash from his gun as he shot blindly into the pitch black night like a goddamn lunatic. What? Yeah. <laughs> the couple called 911 and Ski daddled the fuck out of there, uh, yeah. braving a five-mile hike back to their car at 11 o'clock at night rather than spend one more minute near Rudy Tootie Point and Shooty. Yes. Park rangers later searched the area but found no evidence of a creature or a Sasquatch, but they did find evidence of a goddamn gun being fired in a state park, which is hella illegal. Wow. Still, no charges have been filed against the shooter because of course not. Wow. And that's the news. That was a great story. I'm glad you liked it. I just, I'm so happy that I found a camping related, and it's that pretty was recent. Perfect. Like, it, I think it was from last <laughs> week, or maybe a couple days ago. I was reading through like Reddit stories of people's horrible camping experiences, and just a quick one. So similar, this couple just they were doing like a ten day hike down this trail, and they were camping as they go, and so they're like on their fifth day of the hike. Mm -hmm. And the guy wakes up in the morning and gets out of his tent, and there's just this man probably about 30 feet away from them, just staring. And then the guy's like, oh, hey. And then the weird man just turns, walks away, and, like, vanishes. Ugh. And they were, like, expecting to see him again, but they never saw him the rest of the trip. And I'm like, that's really fucking creepy. I don't like that. I don't like that either. I mean, maybe he lived in the woods. And he was just like, Maybe. who are these assholes who are right. like encroaching on my territory? Exactly. There are some people who just don't like society and they just want right. to live off in the woods. Right. And, you know, sometimes somebody's got to accidentally stumble near them. and Or like maybe yeah. he was just checking to make sure they were okay. So he kind of waited till they got up. I don't know. Yeah. It's just like. It's still really weird. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very unsettling. Camping is creepy because you're in mm -hmm. the middle of nowhere and 
and it's so dark it's so dark <laughs> it's illegally dark yeah and there's like animals and oh my god i didn't tell you we saw a fox oh that's like so a cute. fucking fox it literally just like walked past us like hey what's up <laughs> hey bitches got an appointment so i'll see you later bye basically he looked very busy and important he was very busy and important <laughs> all right cool should we get onto our stories i think so wait is it your turn that's my the turn. thing you i go. have no idea i, I think you think go. it's my turn yes i believe I think you're right i just interrupted you to go whose turn was it no it's okay <laughs> well i never know whose turn it is so proceed cool my story is of the Holy Ghost Campgrounds in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Oh. It's got ghosts in the name, so it must I be haunted. I know, right? So It's too perfect. It's like this super beautiful place with big trees and this mountain, and there's all this nature and shit. One of the websites I looked at was describing how beautiful it was. If you like picnicking, fishing, hiking, or ghosts, this campground is just for you. Oh, or ghosts. (laughs) Perfect. So there was this one website that had a really funny description of how to get there. So I thought I'd read that real quick. From the town of Pecos, New Mexico, take New Mexico 63 North. This road is narrow and it has many sharp turns. After about 13 miles, you will see a sign indicating Holy Ghost to the left. Take this even more winding one lane pothole filled road (laughs) about (laughs) 2.2 miles to the campground which is at the end of the road. If you get to the Terrero General Store, you have just missed the turnoff. The store is notable because it offers showers for $5. I just thought it was funny. I don't know. Because everyone talks about, like, the shitty road, I guess, to get there. Yeah. And how narrow it is. Oh, yeah, the roads. You would want to know that before you went. Oh, no, I totally. Especially if there's another car coming, you have to make sure you make enough space. Yeah. So people say that there was a priest that either killed Pueblo people who settled on the land, or he was killed by the people and was beheaded and burned in the 17th century. So either way, people think that he's the one who haunts the campground, walking the trails around the creek and trying to find his way home. Giving sermons. Basically. To poor teenagers who were just there to make out. (laughs) So there's not a whole lot more information about the priest, but there's this fascinating story that I found that's more recent. So not only is there the priest, but there's other more recent stories because of car crashes and Mm -hmm. biker brawls. But there's one in particular that everyone talks about. And this involves a biker gang and a group of church kids in 2005. Not sure how real this is. There aren't any newspaper articles about it, but a lot of people have been talking about it and like what happened and one of the people claimed to be there and shit. So it's good enough for me. Right? (laughs) Also it's just fun to talk about. We just tell stories. We told a creepypasta story last week. Oh my god, I love creepypasta. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) I have just a bunch of little posts that people wrote about their experiences. So this first one is actually more about what happened. We always loved Holy Ghost and Jack's Creek with equal measure. So Jack's Creek is like a neighboring campground. Great views, the cool nights, and of course, the great fishing. We tend to stay at Jack's Creek now ever since that incident in 2005. A small church group had taken two campsites near the second bridge, and in the middle of the night, a group of bikers showed up, tore up their tents pretty good, and made off with three 18-year-old girls 
and one 19-year-old guy. Rude. We don't mind it too much since the bodies were actually found over in Las Vegas, New Mexico, and the heads closer to Wagon Mound. They don't think that the murders happened at Holy Ghost, but they were probably decapitated in Pecos. Then the bodies were dumped down the road. This isn't the issue anyway. The wailing and screams at night are unearthly. It's been said that the white glows look like walking people without heads, usually coming down the mountain. Good luck if you go. (laughs) (laughs) So, I think... Don't get beheaded. Jesus. I think my favorite part of this post is we don't mind it too much. (laughs) <laughs> because the yeah, bodies like, weren't actually found here. <laughs> yeah, like that. Oh, some kids got decapitated, but we don't mind because they didn't do that here. Yeah. What, how, what does it matter? The murder didn't happen here, so it's all good. <laughs> they were just kidnapped here and <laughs> murdered elsewhere. So then there was another person that said, I remember the church slaughter too. 2005, and it was a bloody mess. Pieces of those poor kids were found from Pecos all the way up to Wagon Mound. Heads were just tossed along the road. We took a... Is it a... Oh, a wheel. <laughs> I realize now what they're trying to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, it's spelled W-I-G-I. Uh-huh. Widgie board. <laughs> oh, God. I just realized... Oh. I've read this thing, like, at least four times. And I'm like, I don't know what this wiggy board is. It's a Ouija board. It must be, no, it's it, a wiggy... Are you sure it's not, like, a boogie board? No, because it's, <gasps> they start talking about oh, no. creepy stuff happening. No, no, time out. Wait. Q. Yes? Let's... Okay. We're gonna patent this. Copyright, copyright, copyright. A boogie board with a Ouija board. <gasps> oh, shit. It's a Ouija board. It. <laughs> a Ouija board. <laughs> A wood boogie board. A wood boogie board. A wood boogie board. Oh my god, I love it. Oh god, we gotta create it copyright and sell it all over that. Okay. <laughs> copyright, copyright. Don't steal. <laughs> copyright the ghost host 2019. Do not steal. <laughs> okay. Whew. Sorry, that was just the oh, best sorry. realization I've ever had. I literally read this four times and just realized what they were trying to say. I'm anyway. so glad you. <laughs> It happened live here. <laughs> so, we took a woogie board there last fall, and some really creepy mm-hmm. stuff took place. Someone needs to bless the place or something. I've heard of blood flowing from the pumps, and all oh. of a sudden it's clear. My oh. brother was... Well, f- right? <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I mean, as long as it doesn't stay bloody, I guess. Right, at least it goes away eventually. Well, maybe it's that goddamn priest ghost who's turning the water into blood, the blood of Christ. He's trying like to trying be all to be Jesus-y. Yeah, he's just trying, I'm trying to bless it from beyond the grave. And, you know, it's just not allowed. You can't be a ghost <laughs> priest. You gotta stop that. There are rules. My brother was fishing and saw a face in the water looking over his shoulder. A teenage girl, and he turned to see no one behind him. It's probably one of those poor girls decapitated. But he wouldn't have seen her face because she has no head. Yeah. So maybe it's someone else. Who knows? I've never heard the reported screams, but wouldn't doubt it, given the violent deaths those poor kids suffered. I've heard it's all good up there till Labor Day weekend when the Veditos tend to drop in for some drinking and partying. I'm thinking that's a biker game. I don't know. Oh, okay. So this is interesting. I heard a ranger was in on the whole murder thing anyway. He was trying to cover it up for his biker buddies who were coming up there to cook meth over the week but got pissed off when they saw the church bus. I always watch the rangers more carefully since hearing about their involvement. 
Some people think because the ranger was involved, that's how it got swept under the rug, hidden from, like, newspaper articles. I mean, I feel like if any newspaper had written about it, it would be all over the fucking internet, but who knows. And here's my last one. I saved the best for last. Okay. Good. My wife and grandkids spent last week up there. Great place during the day, cool at night. I had to get up from the tent to go to the latrine, which I didn't know what that meant. It's a bathroom. (laughs) If anyone else was wondering. (laughs) So I had to get up from the tent to go to the latrine. And my God, the unholy sounds I heard. (laughs) Somebody was just having a bad day, like an intestinal issue. Don't don't judge people with the sounds they make when they're on the latrine. It wasn't from the latrine, though. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to assume. (laughs) So it was Wednesday night, and there were no more than three other campers in the whole grounds. I saw blue flashes and screams and red flashes, all from near up near the bridge that leads further to the group area. I went over, but my dog wouldn't. I had to send him back to the tent. I ran into another camper who said she had been woken up by the screams. We looked all over, but saw nothing that indicated anyone was up that far. We were closer to the entrance before the second set of latrines. I don't know what it was, but we heard it again Thursday night and decided to leave early Friday. We ran into the ranger, short guy with a gray beard, as he checked the registrations and picked up the garbage. He said he wasn't there that long, but a lot of people say they see and hear weird stuff at night. Those were all the stories I could find about it. It sounds hella creepy. Yeah. But also hella beautiful screaming and flashes being woken up in yeah, the middle of the night that's to not fun. screams and you can't find the source of that that's not fun yeah but it sounds super creepy so if you want to go camping at holy ghost campgrounds you should go check it out in santa fe new mexico hell yeah the end cool story boo thank you all right so my story is about the haunting of the crystal lake campgrounds Yes. So this is the story behind the ghost. Back in the day, as they call it, California was chock full of them their grizzly bears. But it was also full of gold. So industrious humans told the bears to get on out of here. Now, grizzly bears are the bad bears. And they're not like black bears who you can just go, oh, you make yourself all big and wave your arms and go, and then they they skedaddle. Like, no, grizzly bears see a person, and then they go, you know, you, you have to leave. Grizzly bears are the ones that have murder in their hearts. Ooh. So this is from Wikipedia. <laughs> the murder in their hearts is from Wikipedia. No. Lewis and Clark were the people who first described this bear as grizzly, which could have been interpreted as either grizzly, i.e. grizzled, that is the golden gray tips of their hair, or grizzly, as in fear-inspiring or gruesome. But even so, naturalist George Ord formally classified it in 1815 as U. Horribilis. Not for its hair, but for its character. Because these bears are fucking mean. (laughs) I was reading a very dramatic account of this event that inspired these hauntings. Basically, there's a war between humans and bears. This man would have us believe that people were regularly being killed by bears. And I feel torn because is this bear slander? They were there first. They were just living their bear lives. And then humans got to roll up and crouch on their territory. These are their homes. I know. That's where they lived. They were there. I just don't understand. But then I remember how terrifying grizzly bears are from playing Red Dead Redemption 2. So I don't know. (laughs) It's very realistic. (laughs) 
So, the 1930s roll around. FDR created the New Deal to build and repair infrastructure all across the country to give people jobs. In comes our hero, Stephen Majors, an out-of-work farmer ruined by the Depression, looking for some of that sweet job juice. He was hired to help build the open-air amphitheater within the Crystal Lake Recreation Area, located 25 miles north of Azusa in the Angeles National Forest. That there was grizzly country, but they had hunted all of them grizzlies back in the summer of 1922. There hasn't been a grizzly bear around these parts for 11 years. Anyway, Stephen is like, aces, baby, I got the job. And the first thing he does, apparently after being hired, is steal a motorcycle, ride back to the train station, and send word back to his wife and kids to pack up and meet him in California. Now, Heather Majors was working in a shitty bar after they had lost the farm and was pleased to pack up the kids and head west for a fresh start. Slinging booze had earned her a nasty scar on her face from some douche canoe who attacked her with a broken bottle after she had slapped him for getting too handsy, which was a miscalculation on his part as Heather leaped on him, clawing, punching, biting until she wrestled the broken bottle away from him, turned it around, and drove it into his throat, which I guess means she murdered the guy? I'm not sure. Records are scarce. But she moved away. <laughs> I kind of was cheering for her in, in my soul. Yeah. But she's yeah. a badass bitch. No, for real. So she got the letter and made tracks to California with the kids, 10-year-old Marcus and 12-year-old Susan. Upon reaching the work site, the majors were assigned a tent of their own, placed somewhat apart from the rest of the men who had no families. Work was hard, but it was still a better life than the struggle of the previous years. Plus, they had oranges and avocados. It was all Ooh. roses for them for about a year. Then, tragedy. Oh no! Twas the night of September 19th, in 1934, when most of the work for the project had been completed. It was just a normal day. Stephen and Heather put their two children to bed, and then they walked off into the forest to be alone for a while, probably making whoopee. Wink, wink, Ooh. nudge, nudge, being away from the children, you know, you know. Upon returning to the camp, they found their tent collapsed with their two screaming children trapped inside. Standing on top of the tent, Digging its claws into it was a grizzly bear trying to eat the children. Oh no! Heather and Stephen screamed for help and ran to try to save their children. By the time the others at the camp got there to help, all four family members had been horribly ripped to shreds. Not eaten, just murdered and scattered apart. The bear vanished into the forest and was never caught, despite the extensive hunt that stopped work for weeks following the mauling. The family was buried on the hillside below the dance studio. In the years since that horrible night, the members of the Major family have been spotted near the ruined dance studio floor on the amphitheater in the woods near by this campsite. Usually only vague human-shaped shadows, but almost always they're all together. Two adults and two children. Sometimes they're glowy and sometimes they're dark. I like when they're glowy. Yes. <laughs> That's always that makes me feel better. Many sightings take place around, on or around September 19th, the anniversary of their deaths. But other nights, Ooh. people see orbs, they see distant lights, and sometimes they hear crying. Thanks, alarm. Hold on. <laughs> and they hear car alarms. Fucking neighbors. <laughs> I hate them. So inconsiderate. All right, start over. Um, yeah, okay. All <laughs> From right, the very all right, beginning. All right. Sorry, okay. no, I'm just kidding. This is the story of the haunting of the Crystal Lake campgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> all right, back in the day. Oh, interesting. I've never heard of this before. Right, let, me, let me go scroll. Where was I? Sorry. All right, all right, all right. 
it was almost definitely probably like an actual living grizzly bear that killed the family that night mm-hmm. but maybe it wasn't maybe it was some sort of supernatural bear a ghost bear well here's the thing what if it was some sort of demon come back oh. to take revenge upon like innocent families because all of those bears were murdered they basically right. wiped out all of the bears in california just to make room for these humans and they never found it they never found trace of this bear some people think that maybe this bear wasn't quite a bear. It could have been some sort of demon, a curse, perhaps a shapeshifter or werebear. You know how these things go. So, like, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. maybe it's kind of like Ghost Shark. <gasps> oh, that's a good theory. <laughs> where it was actually a ghost bear. That's where I'm yeah. going with this. And now I want a ghost bear yeah. movie. Well, here's the thing. Grizzly bears are down to kill. But... yeah. Why would they attack sleeping children inside of a tent? That is unusual. Usually when they come at you, it's because you're out in the woods, they're out in the woods, they see you, then they're like, "Uh -uh -uh uh-uh-uh-uh-uh, you're near their territory. It seems more likely that the parents would have stumbled into the bear's territory and been mauled. If a person doesn't wander into a bear's territory, it's usually a mama bear who's protecting her cubs. Why the children in the tent? Like, there's obstacles, there's things in the way. It seems unusual for a bear to go out of its way to attack kids in a tent. Unless they came out for some reason? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they went out into the woods themselves and they ran back into the tent and the bear chased them down. But it's all mysterious, lost in time and history. And mm-hmm. maybe it was a fucking ghost bear because I just don't understand. I think uh, I don't bear. understand. Then again, the bear being demonic doesn't seem fair because it killed one family. That doesn't seem to balance the scales. Wiping out an entire population of bears versus one family, that's, that's not the same thing. It would have made more sense had like the whole camp been decimated. So, still right. mysterious. Back in September 1978, hundreds of ghost hunters or just ghost enthusiasts or just people who wanted to see some ghosts came to Crystal Lake to spend the night in the hopes of capturing the family on film, bringing with them their cameras, their video recorders, hoping to capture the existence and on proof and stuff, blah, 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 blah. Unfortunately, they also brought with them their alcohol, their fire starters, and their unruly human nature. So supposedly, the story goes that the family did appear that night and they were seen by at least a hundred people and like half of the people tried to run away they were so scared and half of the people ran towards the family so there was a commotion there was trampling lots of people got hurt and a lot of people were super drunk and disorderly there was lots of fights and garbage and so they closed the park for 10 years because of this specific rambunctious night of ghost hunting (laughs) that got too rowdy and it has been closed and opened and closed and opened over the years since then but right now it is open so you can go camp there and guess what september is approaching so booze do you want to go camping oh my god that would be so cool and that's my story and i'm sticking to it (laughs) ah cool story boo that was good I'm just really excited about Ghost Bear. Yeah. <laughs> you know how much I love Ghost Shark. Yes. We should, like <laughs> Ghost Bear, that needs to happen. That would be an amazing movie. Fun I would it. watch that all the time. <laughs> We've released it to the internet. Now the internet will provide. Mm-hmm. I bet I didn't delete 
that stupid note from my news. I just didn't copy it from my other document. Yep, it's right there. Because I changed my story. I was going to do a different story, but I'm like, this is, it's too involved. I need more time to research it. So it's mysterious. And that's why another reason why I didn't do it, because it's not strictly ghosts. It's just super mysterious. We could do a mysterious episode. Yeah, we'll do a mystery episode. So many names that I don't know how to pronounce. and (laughs) (laughs) Not enough time to look them all up. Yeah. And so many different facts and figures and diagrams. And I thought I could do it. I just didn't have enough days to do it damn actual work (laughs) that pays the bills i know my job gets in the way of everything yeah i just need to be a full-time ghost hoe me too oh my god that would be the best yes i gotta retire from this tough life of animating right it's too hard too many works too many works so recommendations hell yeah you know what i'm gonna recommend something non-ghost related oh wait there is a ghost episode Uh uh-huh so it kind of counts yeah but I've been watching the shit out of Letterkenny, and I love it so much. Oh, Letterkenny? That's... Yeah, it's that Canadian show. Yeah. It's kind of like Trailer Park Boys, but like... Oh, so yeah, up our alley. Not as Trailer Parky. <laughs> it's like better in some... Like, I don't know. I don't want to say this better, because Trailer Park Boys is great. Yeah. It's different, but it's it's kind of Trailer Park-esque. Okay. Well, that sounds good. It's super good, and I'm in love with Wayne. And I hate myself for it. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe him. He's super, like, cowboy-y, but not. Mm-hmm. Like a, a farmer boy. That's what he is. He's a oh, farm boy. A farm boy. All right. And he likes to fight. And that's what I love about him. <sighs> Fighting. Yes. All right. There is an episode where they think that his, like, uncle is haunting the bar or something. So Ooh. it's kind of ghost-related. I like that. Cool. So, yeah. Oh. Letter Kenny. You can watch it on Hulu. Oh, highly sweet. recommended. Well, hey girl, hey. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a bit of an update on the conjuring house. You know, oh shit, yeah, tell the, me. The investigators who bought it have struck a deal with Zach Baggins and the Ghost Adventures Halloween special is going to take place there. <gasps> oh my god. Yep. So I mean well, it's not you... it's a recommendation for the future, but like just pencil that in that the that's so, where it's gonna be. It's gonna you be know pretty we're cool. gonna have to do like we should do a either watch. a live oh. episode, like a live watch with everyone. Yeah. Or just do a, a review after. Yeah. Or both. Or, or yes. Both. Or one. Who cares? We'll pick it. Hmm. Yes, we'll figure it out. Ghostober is still a month away. Yes. Oh my god, it's so close. I know. <laughs> well, this has been All fun. Right. It has been so much fun. Look us up on social media. We're the Ghost Hoes on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. We have an email if you want to send us your stories. Theghosthose at gmail.com. Rate us, subscribe, whatever the fuck you have to do to make us more visible. Because the stars, they help. Supposedly, yes. somehow, I don't understand who uses Apple Podcasts anymore. I mean, honestly. But apparently, um, it still is the king of all the podcast apps. I don't understand. It's because everyone has an iPhone. That's why. Do you have an iPhone? Nope. I don't I have an iPhone. I, I know That's one person with an not, iPhone. We're the two people who are the two people in the whole world who don't have iPhones. I, I, wait, I think I know two people with an iPhone iPhones are like taking over and I refuse to do, I refuse to do it. No, no, no. They're not taking over. They took over for a little bit, but then they're falling out of favor. They're not. The I hope so because I hate iPhones. 
I mean, they're, I've said it. they're just phones, but I don't want them. <laughs> I just don't see what the big deal is about them. They're not that great. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, they're so much better than other phones. Why? I mean, once you get once you get into the iPhone system, and it's hard to leave because all of those apps are very iPhone specific, and right. you can't. It's hard to transfer. So right. that's why people get married to the iPhone because it's hard to leave. You can't. And people like what's the FaceTime? That's an iPhone app, right? <laughs> FaceTime is bad. I don't want to look at people's face. I'm looking at your either. face right now, but this is the only time I want to look at somebody's this is face. The when only I'm time to them. this is acceptable. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't mind you seeing me in my gross hairdo. Yeah, like FaceTime is just like, okay, you're calling somebody and you're going to look at them too. So you, oh, that's double yeah. rude. Who talks on the phone anymore? And who wants to look at, so- oh, right? that's like, so I have to be talking on the phone, which is already unpleasant. And I have to let you look at my face. <laughs> so I can't just like be, I don't know, ugly. <laughs> I can't just be hanging out with my cats and making dumb faces at them. I have to be, ugh. Making faces well, at you on my phone. If you're talking to me, you can make dumb faces at your cat. <laughs> well, good. Just well, saying. We're, we're never going to FaceTime each other. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a thing that's going to ever happen in our life. I think we should end every episode with things we hate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate iPhones. <laughs> Done. I hate FaceTime. I hate the concept of FaceTime. <laughs> All right. We should probably end this episode. Yes, we should. So, yeah definitely oh i am trying to get us on spotify so look for us hopefully soon i don't know what the holdup is I think like sometimes it just takes a while all right well thanks for listening everyone we hope Thank you, you enjoyed listening. the episode we love you go to a haunted campground yeah if you've ever had any uh strange experiences while camping please let us know yeah, we'd love to if hear you've about ever it scared the crap out of yourself while being you know in the woods <laughs> at night because you had to sleep in a tent by yourself it's fun <laughs> Look, we love a good false alarm. (laughs) False alarms are the best. All right. All right. Are we going to do this? We're going to do it. Bye, booze. Take a swig of this. Yeah, I need some drink. I think so. Oh, shit. Fucking schmoober, are you serious? You're going to come meow at me right now? It's okay. It's like spooky cat sound effects in the background. I like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's just like, feed me. I already fed him. He's I know. just bitching for he no reason. To, he likes to whine. He loves to whine. It is his favorite hobby. Oh, a ghost has just delivered oh. a Monaco Blue Crush. Ooh, Look at that. A cocktail in a can. You're the best. <laughs> it must have been the architect. Wow, that ghost is is dressed very well. Yes. <laughs> what a fancy hat. Oh, man. Anyway, back to Kentucky Man.